Hello, everybody. Welcome back to our 277th edition, our Thursday night edition of Sci-Fi Watcher. Glad you could join us for another Rick and Morty adventure. This is Corey Charette. That's Brian Lee. Brian, what's going on? Hello, hello. I'm ready for some Rick and Morty. Definitely. Feels good to be doing this one. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> Had to go there. Uh, <laughs> and you guys will know why if you don't already know. So let's get into Look Who's Purging Now, which is episode nine of season two. 20th episode overall. Came out September 27th, 2015. Written by Dan Harmon, Ryan Ridley, and Justin Roiland. And directed by Dominic Polsino. So uh, right there, you got Dan Harmon and uh, Justin Roiland in this writing. In yeah, just, you don't see those two guys, you know, collaborating on. I mean, you don't even see Dan. Like, Dan Harmon really doesn't even show up in terms of writing credits on the show. Often. Yeah. So, I feel like he's a muse more than anything else. <laughs> You're my muse. <laughs> yes. Oh, so what happens when you need windshield wiper fluid? <laughs> <laughs> you go to a you go to a, a place that does purging. <laughs> I love that. I mean, literally, I mean, the, I saw the title. Look who's purging now. I'm like, oh, so it's going to be a purge episode, obviously. And then they didn't even like sugarcoat it. They're like, yeah, we're ripping off that that movie called The Purge. <laughs> and literally, it's like The Purge. They literally say that. Yeah, it's like the purge. It's our version of the purge. Yeah, it really is. And I, I love the fact that they're like Morty's like, we gotta get out of here. We gotta get out of here. Sun's gonna go down soon. We gotta get out of here. And Rick just mm -hmm. wants to Rick just wants to watch from above. I'm like, okay, that's kind of cool. Yeah. So Morty wants to help. And of course. Someone. Yeah, Morty has a conscience. <laughs> well, he I always screws it up. Was it was it his conscience or conscience or was it something else that he was thinking with? Okay, that thing, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. I was wondering if it was that more than the conscience. I think it's a little part A, part B there. But <laughs> yeah, because at the end it seemed like it was more part B than part A. Um, yeah. But I love the fact that Rick starts shooting people, and he starts he enjoys it. Mm -hmm. Rick enjoys it, or more? Rick it? enjoys it at the beginning. Oh yeah, I love purging. He's just like going crazy with the gun. <clears throat> this one, as we get to that point, this one didn't really have a, a B story. It did a little bit. Yeah. Barely. It really, they could have almost, they could have cut that whole part out. And they could have, but I guess they needed to cut off from the purging a little bit. Right. I mean, cause all this basically is, is Jerry trying to be friendly with summer and borrow money from her. Well, he had to build up to that. Well, yeah. Had to build up to that. So anything Jerry's in, I kind of like, yeah, I'm not interested. He's not that interesting of a character, no. but he's a punching bag. Remember? That's all he is. Yeah. He's just, and once we got to that part, I'm like, okay. And they literally, they had the scene together. They were talking and that's it. And I'm like, okay, there's, there's no story here. There's no, there's no story whatsoever. This is just like a commercial break from the purge. Like you said. Yes, it is. It's just a it's a break from the killing. Yeah, it is. It's like, okay, let's lighten up the mood for a second. All right, back to some more killing. Right. They have they can't have a full purging. No. <laughs> but stupid Rick and Morty decide to take the girl to her ship their ship, but they uh oh, that's her they need to go get her nana too. Of course. Yeah. Mm -hmm. sure. And I love I love it. She gets out of the ship, she gets out, she steals the ship, and <laughs> and Rick goes, The Amish bitch shot me. <laughs> Like, yeah, that's that's actually a good description of these people. Well, we also had to have Summer to be like the savior for for Rick and Morty because mm -hmm. you know they're 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 alone. They need to get their suits. So. Exactly. I mean, 
That's the only. That's pretty much the only reason they have that part. Besides the, so they had to fabricate some other something for her to be doing at the time, right? And then then we had the whole Taddy Mason thing, which I'm like, I'm like, what is who is Taddy Mason? Because you remember, you know, Rick calls Summer up on her phone. Is like, and Jerry's like, is that Taddy Mason? Is that Taddy Mason? I'm like, who the heck is Taddy Mason? We'll find out who that is later. Which we'll know. the payoff on that I liked. Yes. Because it's just a weird thing in life. Who's Taddy Mason? <laughs> it's like, okay. I'm like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, basically it was just, you're like you said, Summer was just there to get the device to them on that planet. And and the device getting there. Well, I mean, do you want to get to that or yeah, do you want ahead. to get to the, well, I mean, to get the, the device getting there is a total ripoff of Iron Man. Come on. Oh yeah, I mean yeah. Well, and and afterwards, to me, Mega Man also. I don't know if you thought of Mega Man at all. Really? Why? Well, the suit they kind of look like Mega Man in their suits. He looked he looked entirely like Iron Man. I'm I'm gonna suit. I'm gonna Google Mega Man right now, and you Google Mega Man. I know what Iron Man looks like. Google Mega Man, and he kind of looks like Mega Man a little bit. Okay, I think because they had to change him because if they made him look too much like Iron Man, yeah. they would be sued. I mean, they both can fly with on their with their feet and stuff like that. So, but yeah, I first I thought with Mega Man. I mean, okay, I can. I mean, Iron Man works out too. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, so uh, and what about the whole lighthouse thing? <laughs> where that was that was dark, man. It really was. I love the whole thing where it's like I'll let, I'll let you come up here, but you gotta hear my story. And then he's reading a script, not just a story. He's reading a script. That's what threw me off. <clears throat> I'm like, yeah, it's like, oh my god. He was reading a script with stage directions. That's that was the funny the part. I know. I was like, oh my god, this is mind numbingly boring. If I was Morty, I'd go crazy. He just, he's just being honest, though. Yeah, he craps all over his script and pushes the guy downstairs and kills him. <laughs> that was a turning point for Morty. It really was. He realized you can kill people on this plane, so I was like, let's do it. Yeah. He goes full psycho after that. Whoa, Morty, you just purged. <laughs> I love how Rick says that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then the pod shows up, and you say Iron Man, I say Mega Man. It's obviously not going to – it's going to avoid copyright infringements on either side. But that's when they <laughs> – that's when they just start to do the purge. And then, of course, as they do the purge, this is plain. The entire time they're shooting – I love it. It was like the best thing out there. I was like, oh my God. I was addicted to this song throughout the whole thing. It was just like, wow. Like It was in my head, man. It was. I mean, I watched this episode this morning and literally throughout the day, I'm like, feels good. I'm like, oh my God, stop it. And and I was saying to you, I said, this is a great killing song. If something about it, the they're killing everybody. It's gruesome. It's horrible. And then all of a sudden this 1990 hip hop song feels good song comes on i'm like this really fits perfectly with what's going on on screen i mean it, it reminded me like a quentin tarantino movie or something it really did and i mean because they're enjoying doing it so it feels good for them killing people it's like yeah <laughs> i i thought that was great and then point where um morty just starts killing innocent people for no reason either and then he starts shooting the corpse corpses right and rick kind of you know put him in his place and knocked him out that yeah, was pretty funny Yep, because the girl wants to actually – you find out the girl is, wants to end this festival because it's the rich people who do the festival forever. So Which they, is another ripoff of the Purge movie, right. 100%. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, they the title, they said they're stealing the Purge, so they stole the Purge. 
But of course, yeah. she wears a suit, and then there goes the song again as they start killing. And I'm like, oh boy, please stop it. No, that was the best part. No, that was it was. <laughs> and then they were also like burning their faces with their their feet, and oh, I love know, that dancing in the blood. I love so that. Good. I love the whole thing. And then at the end, I love that the purge is over. The rich people are dead. And then and then the people have to rebuild the society and go in. Guys like, well, I'll make the food. And then the other guy's like, well, I want some food. And well, you got to work for the food and earn the food. And they keep talking about it. So then they keep arguing. And then all of a sudden they decide <clears> to create a night where they can create a purge again. So it's like, oh, you're right back to where you started. Yeah, yeah. They don't learn. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Let them do their little festival. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> That's it. And then the after credits roll. And then this to me was, I'm like, this was so worth waiting for. Cause I'm thinking, what are they going to do for an after credits roll? Yeah. Um, the whole commercial for Taddy Mason LLC comes on and it's a guy named Taddy Mason. That'll call you and talk to you for a dollar 99 a minute. A dial a friend pay service. Exactly. And obviously Jerry has no job. So that's all he's doing all day is calling Taddy Mason. That scene where he couldn't turn off the TV, though, that was priceless. Like, uh, uh, uh. Yeah, because Beth Beth comes in and goes, what's this Taddy Mason LLC all over the phone bill? (laughs) And it comes on the TV. It's like, I love it. She's like, Jerry, get a job. (laughs) I was like, I was like, so that that was a great payoff. That was a great payoff. It was, yeah. It really was like, oh, explains Taddy Mason. Because I was thinking, okay, you mentioned Taddy Mason. That's just a weird reference. I'm like, I forgot about it. And then you bring it right back. I'm like, thank you. Great payoff. Perfect example of after credits, better than that stupid vampire one. Yes. That was the worst. Yes. I, and I like the fact that I like the fact that the after credits really didn't have much to do with the actual main story. Yeah. Which makes it even better. It's just kind of like it's its own little adventure. You're like, okay, that's cool. Just another punch at Jerry. Definitely. And it was worth the punch. <laughs> All right. So that's it for this week's episode of Rick and Morty. And I want to thank Brian for being here. Brian, where can we find you online? Uh, you can always find me on Instagram or Twitter. It's Brian Says. Of course, you can find us at sayproductions.com slash sci-fi watcher for all our sci-fi goodness all week. If you want to watch us live on Monday nights, we're here, 8 p.m. Eastern, 12 midnight UTC over at sayproductions.com slash YouTube. And I still have the song going in my head, Feels Good by Tony, Tony, Tony. I hate to say it. <laughs> but you know what? I'm not going to say it for you guys, and I hope you all have a good one, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>